And this is Psalms 124 tonight, Psalms 124. And as I've already mentioned, I'm going to uh, break out of my series uh, this evening. And uh, I want to just give a, a thought, remind us of something. And, uh, and, and tonight's been a little unusual already. Uh, by uh, usually uh, on a Wednesday night, I'm just getting to my introduction. So we're beyond that uh, at this point. Uh, but as a uh, church is, God designed the church to be a family, and certain, certainly our church uh, is a close-knit church. Our church uh, is a church that uh, it, it really is a family, and sometimes it's good uh, as a church and as a family to not just do things we did this evening to get ready for a big event here, but uh, tonight I want to just I want to remind us of some things, and I'll probably just take uh, 10, 15 minutes, and I'll close the service a little bit different uh, than we normally do on a Wednesday night, but I'll go ahead and mention we're not going to have teachers meeting tonight. Uh, if you teach a teen class or an elementary class, your lesson is on the back table, uh, since all the adult classes are going to be together on Sunday, uh, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, but I want to remind us of some things tonight. Psalms 124, I'm going to read the entire chapter, uh, and then we'll have a word of prayer, and then I'm going to put an emphasis on the first verse and on the last verse. Uh, verse number one, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then, then they had swallowed us up quick. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Often I find myself quoting or in my mind being reminded of the first part of the first two verses of this chapter. If it had not been the Lord. Sometimes we as God's people, the sky is falling, the world is coming to an end, but we forget that we have a God who is in control of all things. He is above all things. And if there is anything the Emmanuel Baptist Church can give testimony to tonight, it would be if it had not been the Lord. Spend a few evenings, just think a few moments tonight thinking about that. Father, I pray that uh, you'll bless our time. We've, we, it's been a productive time already. We've accomplished some things uh, that we needed to get accomplished. Uh, but Father, we want to look in the Word of God tonight and we want to be helped. We want to be encouraged. Uh, but Father, also challenged this evening, and uh, I believe that uh, there are great things ahead of us as a church, and you have blessed us in so many ways. Uh, and even this next week, Father, as we prepare for this meeting uh, with this many uh, number of preachers coming, it, it certainly with, uh, signifies that there's a need for it, and many are anticipating this week. And Father, I pray there'll be a productive week, be a helpful week. But Father, bless our Bible study time tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say. If you study Scripture, you study the Old Testament, Bible story after Bible story, how many times did God come through for His people? Uh, 
And certainly, we, the Emmanuel Baptist Church, could testify this evening, if it had not been the Lord. Uh, how many times, all of us as individual Christians, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to make, make it through this. I don't know how I'm going to overcome this obstacle. And then we find ourselves on the other side of it, and we kind of ask ourselves, how did I get here? Or how did I get through it? And it's just simply, only the explanation I have is, if it had not been the Lord. You young people that just sang and those that did not, you remember something? This world can offer you a good time. This world can offer you some popularity for a season. But in the valleys, in the dark times, in the doctor reports, if not having, I tell you, you cannot replace to be able to say, if it had not been the Lord, I don't know what I would have done. I don't know how I would have gotten through it. I don't know how I would have overcome it. And that, that's why I love being part of the Emmanuel Baptist Church, because God's fingerprints are all over this place. God's fingerprints are all over uh, this ministry and what God has done through the years and through the decades and even in recent days. I was thinking, been thinking a lot, and uh, I, I hinted to you Sunday that I believe that uh, things were going to get finalized this week, and they certainly uh, have been finalized. And that got me to just thinking about the goodness of God and uh, what God has done, and how uh, if if years, if several years ago, if He had explained to us where He was sending us, uh, we probably would have said, "Well, we're not so sure about that." But now, uh, every day that goes by, I see more and more the the leading of God. God in our ministry, but it got to me, got, got me thinking of what God has done for us in just recent days. If it had not been the Lord, our protector, our provider, our, our, our God who is better to us than we deserve, uh, often uh, we think of our problems, don't we? We think of the things that we have to complain about, the things that we get disappointed by. Friend, it's, it's all in your perspective. It's all in how you look at things. And if it hadn't been for the Lord, where would we be? If it hadn't been for the Lord, we wouldn't be saved. If it hadn't been for the Lord, we wouldn't have that security. If it hadn't been for the Lord, all of us could testify of God's, God's goodness. But I was thinking of what God has done uh, for us as a church. And certainly, this is a great milestone in our church. And I'm excited to get relocated. I'm excited to get moved. And uh, my wife isn't as spiritual as me. She just says, I'm excited for pavement. I'm excited uh, to, to wear my nice shoes again. But uh, I'm, by the response, you've thought that too. And so, uh, but I'm excited uh, at the prospect of reaching him. As you study him one more, even the appraiser, when he, he, looked, he said, that is as prime a spot as you will find in Jacksonville with the growth that Jacksonville is having. It is the crossroads of four different counties. I am excited about what God is going to give us the opportunity to do to reaching people, what's going to give us an opportunity as a church, and how God has orchestrated all of that. I don't know if you realize that, but $300,000 is a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's as if God just took out his heavenly checkbook and said, I'm going to write the Emmanuel Baptist Church a check for $300,000 because that property is worth that. And for God to work things out, and I don't, I don't know, it's just the way God works. All of a sudden, they lost their tax-exempt status on that property, and they got a little motivated to, to do business with the Emmanuel Baptist Church. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, uh, but, but God has a way of working things out. And, and, and we, 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 we sit here tonight, we're here tonight knowing that God has done that for us. 
I am working on those classes that I'm teaching uh, next week, and I, I, I wish you'd pray for me. Uh, the, uh, trying to cram the whole year into four hours. Uh, I've got it down to eight different lectures so far to teach in four hours, and so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but I do feel some pressure teaching this to scores of pastors who are going to be there, and many who are coming to hear those uh, lessons, because uh, quite frankly, it's, it's, it's very important uh, that we know what we believe and why we believe it. But I had my secretary send me a list as I began to narrow down of all the titles of the Wednesday night studies, so it would be an easy reference for me uh, just to jog my memory by uh, titles. And I was reading through, and I found one that had nothing to do with my Bible study series. And it was just simply entitled, Prayers for Daniel Jip. Remember that Wednesday night? Remember when I announced the beginning of the service tonight that he's home? Uh, you know what? God did that for him. God did that for his wife. His mom sits back here. God did that for her. But God did that for us too. God answered our prayer. If it had not been the Lord, what great things God has done for us. And all of this, this evening, church, just we're out of time. We had to take care of some business. Very informal tonight, very simple. Don't look at the, the, the problems that you have. Look at the God that you have. And as a church, look what God has done for us. And I'm certain there have been times that say, well, that, that's my pastor, and I know we're supposed to follow him. I hope he knows what he's doing. And there have been times I've said, God, I'm their pastor. They're following me. I have no idea what I'm doing, but God has been in control the whole time. If it had not been the Lord, what a wonderful, wonderful God that we have. I don't want us to ever lose the focus where it should be. We have a God who is better to us than we deserve. We have a God who gives us an opportunity to serve Him gives us an opportunity to, to do things for Him, to invest in other people. And if it had not been the Lord, where would you be? Where would you be? You wouldn't be in church on a Wednesday night. If it had not been the Lord, where would your family be? Where would your marriage be? Where would your kids be? If it had not been the Lord, where would we be as a church Oh, think about that. If it hadn't been the Lord, just the blessings that God has done for us this year. What a wonderful, wonderful thought. But I want us to look again at verse, the end of the chapter, verse number 8. We're reminded once again, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. That reminds me that I don't have enough Wisdom, I don't have enough strength. You don't have enough wisdom. You don't have enough strength to get through this life like we need to get through life. Why is it that Christians, we, 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 get, we get so caught up in this world and in, in, in the things that we deal with that we depend on 
our wisdom, our strength, our ability. God has been good to all of us, but what we have done and what we would like to do for the Lord, it's going to take more than you and I. It's going to take more than our means. It's going to take more than our ability. It is going to take a God. And we're reminded our help is in the name of the Lord. It is not in you and I. I the Bible principles are there. God sets up a pastor to lead a church, and the church is to follow the pastor as the pastor follows God. But I only want you, I don't want you to depend on your pastor. I want you to depend on God. I want you to realize that our hope, our help, is in a God who created the heaven and the earth. Next time you have a difficulty that you think is too big for you, be thankful you got a God who's bigger than the heaven and the earth. You've got a God that created heaven and earth. And as a church, I rejoice. I am excited. I haven't slept in two days knowing that uh, I got an email from, uh, from our attorney uh, two nights ago. Congratulations, Pastor. You just bought you a nice piece of land. I said, Hallelujah. I just, we just bought some land. Now I got to pay for it. You know, hallelujah. I haven't slept for a different. It's been, it's exciting to know what God is doing and anticipate what God is going to do. But friend, it's all because of a God who's greater than heaven and earth. This is what I want to leave us with tonight. We're going to close in prayer tonight. Beginning of the verse, we're reminded of what God has done that is behind us. We can look backwards in verse number one and say, if it hadn't been the Lord, where would I be tonight? If it hadn't been the Lord, there wouldn't have been that miraculous cure. If it hadn't been the Lord, we as a church wouldn't have the blessings that we have. If it hadn't been the Lord... Parents, let's be careful, and I don't think we have an issue here. Let's not take credit for our kids turning out. That's our prayer but if it hadn't been for the Lord, if it hadn't been the Lord, see, verse number one is looking back and giving glory. I mentioned it earlier. Oh, we ought to go to our knees to, to our God when we have a problem, when we have a need, and he'd be the first one we talk to. But we ought to go just as quick to our knees to say, thank you, Lord, for answering that prayer. Thank you for taking care of me. In other words, if it hadn't been for you, God, where would we be? Verse number 8 is looking to the future and reminding us our help is in the name of the Lord. I'm glad that I can stand here as an individual Christian, but also the pastor of Emmanuel Baptist Church, and in my own life and in the life of this church, be able to say, God, what miracles you have done. If it had not been for you, but friend, I'm here to remind us again tonight that we look ahead in the future and there's going to be other obstacles. There's going to be other tests of our faith. Uh, there's going to be other members that need to be prayed for. Uh, there's going to be challenges that we face as a church. And we need to be reminded that our help is in the name of the Lord. The same God who delivered in the past is the same God who will deliver in the future. The same God who will care for us in the future is the same God who has cared for us every step of the way. Oftentimes, we get stuck looking back and we forget the same God that did this for us is the same God that will meet that challenge for us. The same God who will help us overcome. 
If it hadn't been for the Lord, in verse number eight, I want you to remember that our help is in the name of the Lord. The Emmanuel Baptist Church is a miracle church. But I want more miracles. There's going to be other moments of faith. There's going to be other opportunities to say, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but we're going to trust you. We're going to follow you. Because our help is in the name of the Lord. I I, I, I what I've already mentioned, the, 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 the churches in Africa that the Lord's given us a hand in, in, in starting. What, what, can you imagine 100 independent Baptist churches that we have a part? There's going to be a lot of people we're going to meet in heaven that we've never met down here. They're going to say thank you to the man. Do you not think God will take care of this church if it's a church that keeps a burden to reach people that they never have met and they probably never will meet this side of eternity? I think so. God is positioning us, I believe, to do some great things for him. But with that, that's exciting, but with it, without faith, it is impossible to please God. There's more moments of faith coming. There's more times of not understanding. We have to remember the same God who has done all of these things, that if we took the time tonight to just rejoice, we'd all say, if it hadn't been the Lord, if it hadn't been the Lord. I just want to remind you, as you face something as a Christian in the future, the same God that delivered you back here is the same God that you can turn to for the future trials that you might face. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I rejoice tonight. There have been times that in this calendar year, we've stopped as a church, Christians faithfully at home, have prayed through times of surgery for individuals, have prayed for God to work out details in our relocation, and God has been faithful to meet every step of the way. I rejoice in the miracles. We'll look back and say 2018 was a miracle year. God did, God did, God didn't just do a miracle this year. God did miracles. But I want to look ahead and say, God, would you do some more? Would you use us to to do some more? Let's not be satisfied. Let's be quick to say, if it hadn't been the Lord. But let's remember as we press forward as Christians, we press forward as families, we press forward as a church, the God who created heaven and the earth is the God we look to. I look back on this year and we've prayed as a church for surgeries. We've prayed for God to be in our relocation. We'd spend an entire evening praying for Brother Jim that God would do a miracle. And that's exactly what God did. God did a miracle beyond what, what, what medicine can explain. God did it. But I want us to look ahead tonight. This is how we're going to close the service. I'm going to, we're going to close it in prayer. In just a moment, I'm going to, if you'd like to come to the altar, I'll let you come to the altar. I'm going to ask just a couple of men to pray, and we'll not be here much longer. We're not having a Sunday school meeting tonight. But I want us to look ahead. I want us to continue to pray. I want us to be thankful for what God has done. I want us to pray. There's many right now who are still facing tests for different health situations. 
But I want us to pray specifically, and I'm challenging as a church tonight, the next several days, to pray for this meeting next week. Uh, we, we live in a spiritual warfare. Uh, and God has given us the opportunity to have the ear of dozens of preachers who will be in our midst to be a help and an encouragement to. I want you to pray for the preachers who are coming in, good men, but I pray that God would empower them. I want you to pray to that end. I want you to pray that the preachers that are coming, that they'll be encouraged. We don't know. There might be a preacher that's at the point of discouragement to the point where he, he's getting ready to resign. He's getting ready to quit. He's getting, I want us to be able to be an encouragement. I want God to use this meeting next week. I want us to pray that God would continue to do great things in this relocation. And already I'm reminded of Jeremiah 33.3 calling to me in his great and mighty, and I'll show these things that thou knowest not. He's already done things in this this sale of this property and the purchase of the new property that I never anticipated him doing that are even better than what we thought we were going to be able to do. Great and mighty things which we know us not. I want God to continue to move and, and orchestrate that. And so that's how we're going to close tonight. We'll not, we'll not carry it out. And I'm going to ask a couple of men to pray. And if I ask you to pray, uh, this is, I don't want you to pray for all the missionaries tonight. I want you to pray specifically for these things. And I'm going to give you an opportunity if you'd like to come to the altar in just a moment. I want you to thank God for the miracles he's done. I think this is good for us as a church to look back and say, God, if it hadn't been for you, we wouldn't be rejoicing as we're rejoicing. If it hadn't been for you, You may have a miracle in your own life nobody else knows about, but you know about it. Let's take a few minutes and let's look back and say, God, if it hadn't been for you, we wouldn't be rejoicing like this. But I want us to peek ahead, too, and say, God, you're the the one, you're the help, you're the one who made the heaven and the earth. May we depend on you. May we look to you tonight. If you'd like to come to the altar, you can. If not, if it's uncomfortable for you, if you'd like to stay where you are, I'll let you come now. If you'd like to come to the altar and pray for a moment, I'm going to ask uh, two, two men to pray. Uh, Brother David Burns, I'm going to ask you to come pray. And then Brother Farber, I'll ask you to pray. And uh, then, then we'll be dismissed. Uh, remember, as we look ahead, let's thank the Lord for what he's done in the past. And let's pray for this week. Pray for these preachers to be empowered. Pray for, for people to be helped. Pray for li- lives to be uh, changed. Pray for our church to be strengthened by what takes place this next week. You pray as these men pray, and then we'll be dismissed. Dear Jesus, I want to thank you for my church. Lord, this church family, this is the greatest church that I can ever think of. And as we come before you tonight, I pray that you'd hear our prayers. Lord, as we thank you for all the things you've done for us in the past, all the blessings you've given us, I I just want to thank you for all the miracles you've given us. Thank you for our families. and Thank you for answering all the unspoken requests, Lord, and all the things that we we don't come before you. Lord, I pray you'd be with our conference, Lord. I pray that you'd Please just uh, strengthen the pastor, Lord, give him the wisdom and the strength he needs. I pray you'd be with these men that are coming and their families and their wives. I pray that you just uh, give them a blessing that, that you can only give them. Lord, help us to be an encouragement to them. Lord, help us to encourage them to where they can go back and encourage their people. Holy Spirit, I pray that you just empower them. Lord, thank you for the sale of our property and thank you for the be able to purchase the new property. Lord, I pray that you just... Give us many more miracles, Lord, many more blessings, many more people saved. Lord, help us to just continue to push forward and serve you in the near future. In Jesus' name, amen. Fathers, we continue to pray. We thank you for your many, many, many miracles. 
And Father, many folks that are here, just another day is a miracle. The strength we receive, the health we have. And Father, help us to be mindful of it and your goodness to us. Father, may it always be on the tip of our tongue if it had not been for the Lord as we look at the past. But Father, we, we can't concentrate solely on the past. As we look forward, Father, we, we think of the, in the near future, this conference. And Father, we've asked you to bless those that will stand behind the pulpit and preach, that you give them the words to say, that you give them powers they preach. The Holy Spirit have liberty to work not only in their heart, but in the heart of everyone that's here. But Father, help us to realize that each and every one that's here, there's no unimportant person. Emmanuel Baptist Church and each member, Father, will have a a part in this. It might be a handshake or a smile, a word of encouragement to somebody that they don't know. Father, they're not even aware that somebody's having a battle or having a problem. But because they stop and take the time to encourage somebody or just greet them in a kind way, it might be exactly what's needed to make their day. Now, Father, the path is before us. You've already ordered it. You've set it for Help us to be faithful to walk in each step that you'd have us to walk. Be with our pastor. Give him your wisdom. Bless him, Father, as he is, is, is carrying a heavy load in teaching this series, Father, on the, the New Age theology and all that's going on with that. And Father, what a great need it is, and to be able to condense it into four hours is, is something that you'll have to do to be able to get it across to folks to be a help and encouragement. And Father, we rejoice in answered prayer, and Father, the, the things that have been going on behind the scenes in the new property, and then Father, as we go forward with the audit and the appraisal and everything, I pray you'd work out every detail just as you would have to do, and Father, help me to be patient. Help me to allow you to take care of it just as it ought to be. And Father, we promise we'll give you all the praise and glory for it. Father, we realize it's nothing that we have, but it's all because of thee. Father, bless the choir and the special music this week. May you order everything, and Father, may we be faithful to follow those orders. And I pray our Savior be lifted up and glorified through all of it. In his name we pray. Father, we thank you again for loving us, for caring for us. We thank you for the miracles you've done. Uh, we thank you for the healing you've done. We thank you for the leadership, what have you provided for us as a church. Father, I pray as we press forward. I know there's uh, several, uh, several members who are undergoing tests right now that uh, are serious tests. And, Father, they're uh, waiting results for that. I pray she'll just work in those situations. Be the meeting next week. Be with our people. Strengthen them this week, next week. As their bodies get tired, may you give them the strength they need. Uh, may you empower them, use them to be a help to others. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.